Welcome to episode 8, the last episode of season 7 of The Versatile Writer, the podcast that aims to provide help and support for like-minded writers. This week's episode looks at troubleshooting. This episode will be one of my shorter ones and my last of the season. I've shared with you in season 7 episodes on characters' names, meanings and names within genres, length of chapters, stories, paragraphs and sentences. I've talked about mood and atmosphere within stories, whether they've been books or movie adaptations. I've looked at character accents, family trees, backstories and character skills. I looked at punctuation and I touched on my experiences of ghostwriting, giving you a more in-depth look at this part of the industry. In today's episode though, I'm looking at troubleshooting. I decided on this because as creatives we usually have to find another way around the situation that is also creative. This episode contains anecdotes of times I've been tricked by tech or not seen an obvious issue with content or I've had a promotional problem. Look at me with the alliteration and assonation. (laughs) My hope is that some of it will make sense to you in your situation and you won't feel bad about it because many times within creative writing or publishing there's something that's bound to go skew with. That is, if something can go wrong, it will. Let's start off with this one. Recently, I'd been focusing on getting a book out and publishing it for a specific time and learned that the cover wouldn't be ready until the very last minute. For an entire day I was in panic because I'd not envisaged anything going wrong with this book since I'd given every part of the process lots of time. And thankfully I had. I wanted to get the book out for Christmas and the cover wouldn't be ready until late November. So I had to think creatively about how to do the marketing. Ordinarily I would maybe do a cover reveal early on or I might even do a a sort of cover strip tease by sort of showing one shoulder of the of the cover and maybe the bottom half or something. I've done that before and it works quite well and it engages with people and makes them laugh. But this particular time I had to think creatively and how to do it differently. I decided on a marketing strategy that would employ other parts of the book over time and lead up to the last bit, the cover reveal. So look out for those because I won't tell you what they are now. But anyway, I sorted it out in the end. I troubleshot. Yahoo! Another time I'd written a non-fiction book about writing prompts. This book was half pictures in photo form and half text with maybe a sentence or even just a word as a prompt. The idea was to interleave the content so aesthetically it had to look good but also gave variety to the reader because that was the point. However, as always, not everything goes to plan. When it came to categorising the book, and it was a book with pictures, At the time, this was nearly a decade ago, it was really tough trying to find something that wasn't cookbook or children's book. Apparently anything in between those two didn't exist. In the end, I had to categorise it as education and self-help just to get it listed. Incidentally, that book is called Writing Naked, Writing Without Boundaries. It's currently on Amazon. Do check it out. It's very interesting. The next anecdote is more to do with promoting myself and in turn my business. I was invited at the very last minute to an event and I wasn't prepared, which is not something I particularly like. There was about 20 other business people there, each with their business cards in front of them, sitting neatly. I was shown to a seat that was presumably intended for the person who didn't show up and I sat down. 
I was really nervous, but did my best not to show it. I was there for free, after all. I was doing them a favour, filling the seat. When it came time for me to introduce myself, I realised I had no business cards with me. I had nothing, so nothing to hand out to, for them to remember me by or get in touch through. And then it struck me. In my bag, I automatically carry a bunch of pens. I carry pens everywhere because A, I'm a writer and I hate being without them, and B, someone will always ask for a pen. Thankfully, my website is printed on them, so while everyone else is handing out a bit of card, I handed out pens that they could use that had my site and name on them. Another troubleshooting moment recently has been with this podcast. One of the episodes, and you'll know which one it is if you've listened to them in order, but one was initially called Mood Boards. When it came to researching the topic, I found I wouldn't have enough for a whole episode, so I changed the title from its intended Mood Board to simply Mood. Within the episode, I'll touch upon mood, atmosphere, tone, and look at specific books and movies from Dickens to DC Comics' Batman. Now there's a contrast. And here's a secret for you. This episode was intended to be titled Competitions, but troubleshooting provides much more interesting content, don't you think? And the competitions part seemed so dry. I usually title the episodes months ahead, so when it comes to creating the content... The title becomes a prompt and triggers all kinds of things I could go into. I find this a good podcast content process for me and it helps me remain organised. I won't tell you what season 8 looks like yet but I think you'll enjoy it. Often when it comes to troubleshooting I tend to do a few different things. I turn the problem on its head and see what it looks like from a different angle. Then I approach it from there. Often, though, if it's tech, my mind goes blank instantly and I turn to my partner in crime, my husband, for tech assistance. One of the creative writing troubleshooting moments I had recently was character creation. I had too many characters. I thought I wanted them all, but it was really tough to keep up with all their motivations, all their storylines, all their backstories, what they looked like, what they wore, what they drove, what they spoke about. And a lot of them were so similar to other characters. So I had to really look at the story to work out why I'd created so many. What on earth was going on in my head? I troubleshot this by merging several characters and giving these individuals stronger characteristics and motives. I saw it a bit like drawing a picture and colouring it with pastels, then recolouring it in bolder colours. It worked better for the story and brought about a better result. I've gone over a few of my troubleshooting moments over the years and I hope I've helped you if you've had any. If you've got any that are nothing like the ones I've said about and you want to share them, let me know and I'll include them in a future podcast. You can get in touch through all the usual methods. My website is loveofbooks.co.uk My email is sarah at loveofbooks.co.uk On Twitter, I'm at sjbwrites LinkedIn Sarah Bannum BA Honours, Instagram s.j.bannum and Facebook Sarah Bannum. Thanks for listening to The Versatile Writer on the topic of troubleshooting and for being part of Season 7 with me. I look forward to sharing Season 8 from early December. Thanks for being here. Bye for now.